Shalom, I am Abraham Eisenman and welcome to my podcast. Shalom Aleichem, in this podcast we will talk about the spiritual system of an individual. How to reveal a system that can't be measured or perceived by any of our senses? How can I start to share my energy, my talent, and my being with others now? There is a disconnection in each of us between our divine potential, which is the Creator's essence, and our current situation. It is like a veil covering the true source of a light, which isn't expressed, but which truly exists in our current world. The light, which isn't yet manifested, is the source of human consciousness. What is hidden and not manifested are our absent senses. People in whom the seed of spirituality or the point in the heart have been planted have a constant need to search. They need to find a system that allows access to spiritual truth at all levels and at all times. Every hardship in life, each thing we see or encounter in our path, tells us something. For example, as we walk silently, we may witness an unusual event, or something may happen that catches our attention. A car accident, a conversation between two people, a natural phenomenon, etc. In everything that happens in our lives, something belongs to us, directly or indirectly. Some things is talking to our consciousness, to our being, to our self. Something is being taught to us and has the potential to make some spiritual part of ourselves to evolve. Everything that happens to people, everything they are born with, everything they acquire through their lives, is for their good and is perfectly acceptable to their soul and body. A person's soul is eternal because it is part of the universal soul that comes from the Creator, like every soul in the world. It's said that humanity's universal soul is Adam's soul. He was the first man endowed with the Creator's divine image in his spiritual DNA, called the universal soul. Every soul maintains a direct and a special relationship with the Creator. When a person is born, the essential characteristics, like a, a spiritual map, are recorded in their spiritual genes, which will help them to choose the spiritual path they should follow to be able to refine and improve their soul in this world. That soul knows which parts of the spiritual DNA will need to be changed to achieve its greatest splendor. With the spiritual requirements engraved in our spiritual DNA as a base, we can explain in plain language that the soul has like a discussion with the Creator to choose and decide every detail 
both physical and social, in our lives. They are the details that will help us to do our spiritual improvement during life. For example, the date of our birth, the place, who will be our parents, who our partner or our siblings will be, the day of our death, and so on. For example, if someone is born with a physical abnormality such as blindness or paralysis, their soul is in agreement and complete acceptance that what they have is to correct, to improve their soul. There are spiritual reasons for each and every act that mark us, both those we consider positive and those that we consider negative. Everything that comes our way. Everything that happened to us, positive or negative, is for the good of our soul. Whether we are directly involved or as a spectators, by our choice or by our major force that imposed on us, everything is good and for our good. Sometimes it is very hard to understand that something that looks and feels negative, something that happens that depresses us or put us in a bad mood, uh, a harsh blow, an unbearable pain, a death, some illness, economic loss, etc., is positive and that its consequences are for our own good, for the improvement of our soul and its relationship with others. As an example, if we try to explain the premature death of a young person. Perhaps we will never understood the, the reason. It's possible to put forward several ideas, but we will mention just two in general terms. For example, the young person's soul came to this world to finish something that was still necessary to complete their correction and finally purify their soul. Another possibility is that the pain that the young person's death causes their loved ones will help them to purify themselves and to reflect on the Creator. Through the pain, something unfinished will be corrected, like paying a spiritual debt and finishing a cycle of their soul. Sometimes the immediate short-term analysis of a negative event is incomprehensible and it is our duty to look for the good or positive reason why it happened. Negativity is simply our resistance to accepting the present as it is, due to not understanding that there is a net gain for us in everything that happened to us or which we witness. We can mention briefly that the reasons an event or accident happened to us are connected to the different spiritual variants such as earlier lives of the same soul which is called reincarnation which manifested in their time without the desired results but are now relieved overcome and corrected for the benefit and correction of our soul the issue of souls reincarnating to rectify wrongs committed or missed spiritual opportunity is 
in earlier lives is also a topic for another book. When we are connected to our spiritual system, we begin to glimpse the forces that move things, the reasons, the whys, the goals and details of everything we are conscious or unconscious of, that is, everything that moves or exists in our lives. Now I want to talk about binary spiritual relationships. The spiritual model presented in the book Spiritual DNA is based on the spiritual relationship between two or more people, known as a binary relationship. Each binary spiritual relationship has special meaning. Every personal relationship can be interpreted as a binary relationship. For example, parent-child, husband-wife, etc. When three people are spiritually associated, for example, Albert, Bob, and Carlos, there are three simple binary relationships. The relationship between Albert and Bob, the, the relationship between Bob and Carlos, and the relationship between Albert and Carlos. These three relationships can be also participate in another binary relationship composed, like, for example, the son and his relationship between father and mother together. Now I want to talk about spiritual partner. A spiritual partnership is an example of a binary relationship between two people husband and wife, two, two close friends, etc. Here we will, def we will refer to them as the masculine part and the feminine part. Every one of us, both men and women, has a masculine spiritual aspect and a feminine spiritual aspect. In the spiritual system, the feminine aspect is the receiving part, the receptive and the masculine part is the giving part, the influential part. A husband should see his feminine aspect reflected in his wife. She is the expression of his feminine part and aspect, that is, the receptive part of the man. The woman, in turn, sees the man as the masculine aspect within her, the part that gives and influences. Men and women exist for mutual service and complement each other in the terms dictated by, by each individual's spiritual DNA. In marriage, each partner should be committed to giving themselves completely and unconditionally to the other with honesty and sincerity. The material bond is essentially spiritual, governed by the spiritual meaning of each member's clique. The union of marriage unites two halves in one single soul, the partnership's clique. If the union is merely physical or material, it won't work. Although the relationship may continue, they will not enjoy it. Interpersonal relationships in couples such as husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend, parent-child, mother-baby, 
siblings, teachers, students, etc. are a topic for another time. Another example of an important spiritual relationship is the one that exists between a mother and her unborn child. Pregnancy is seen as a state of purification and connection of the baby's soul. It corresponds to the trials and tribulation that the souls of the baby and the mother must undergo before birth. To conclude this podcast, I would like to briefly mention what is the spiritual dynamism. A particular person's spiritual systems, as well as society's spiritual system, is in a permanent, permanent state of development and movement. The Creator constantly impacts us, day by day, minute by minute. For this simple but important reason, our task is to correct ourselves more and more at every moment. As we mentioned, our ego will continue growing day after day along with the collective ego and the global society's ego. We have no other option than to proactively correct and perfect our souls at all times. The dynamism of the spiritual system can be compared to a person who decides to go up a down escalator. If we ascend at the same rate as the escalator, which is descending, we won't go up, but neither we will go down. If we climb faster than the escalator descends, we can make spiritual progress. But if, on the other hand, our advance is slow or none, we will descend and suffering will not be far behind. Thank you very much. The podcast was made by Abraham Eisenman, author of the book Spiritual DNA, a Method for Spiritual Enlightenment. Website www.abrahameisenman.com